welcome to the Subserve, the cosmic weather guide for your week ahead. I'm Annie and I'm an astrologer and your cosmic weather woman, helping you to integrate the magic of astrology into your everyday life. This week we will be looking at the planetary movements for the week beginning the 21st of August. Hello, so another week. I've just been um, sitting here looking at my week ahead, planning for the podcast, and I've been a little bit indecisive about when I want to record this week's episode, Um, and I realized that uh, it's in perfect embodiment of the uh, energy of Libra, which the moon is currently in until tomorrow. Um, I spoke a little bit about Libra moons in last week's podcast, but a Libra moon really is a perfect time collectively to bring try to bring back a sense of balance a sense of harmony perhaps a sense of peace uh, into your world into your interactions with others into the you know the dynamics that you share libra is famously the peacekeeper it is all about harmony and balance it is represented by the scales and libra's endless endless kind of journey is to make sure that their scales are always in balance which can be a little impossible sometimes so it's a nice start to the week in that, um, you know, when there's um, a Libra influence on the moon, you know, that we that we do try and sort of work towards something that is a bit more balanced, that we are a bit more diplomatic in our approach to things. There's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, when you lead with that and you are constantly um, not getting your own needs met, that obviously builds resentment. So that is forever the journey as well that Libra must learn is to not always make sure that everyone else's needs are met whilst ignoring their own. But when we have a collective Libra influence, it is a good time to, yeah, to try and think more collectively, more about everyone else, more about balance, more about harmony. And then we start Tuesday morning uh, with a Scorpio moon and that lasts all the way up until Thursday afternoon. Uh, Scorpio moons are a very different type of energy. Scorpio is a water sign. It can be known to be very intense. It's got a very sort of deep, um, strong energy to it. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth. There's a lot of like things that are not seen that need to be dug deeper into. Scorpio has a lot of layers and needs to know that it can trust, needs to know that someone is reliable, that they are not lying, that there is loyalty there in order for it to open up. And that's a very loving and um, trusting and nurturing sign. So Scorpio is often very misunderstood um, And I think often at times Scorpio then feels that misunderstanding from everyone else. So it can spend a lot of time not really opening up, which then I guess breeds a pattern of Scorpio being seen as dark and mysterious and hard to understand. But that is also because Scorpio may not feel that they're in a safe space. So what does this mean collectively for us in the moon? It just means that our emotions might be a little bit more... Um, a little bit more internal, a little bit more guarded. We might have a hard time letting those around of us in. We might just feel a little bit more sensitive and wanting to make sure that anything we reveal um, is firstly within a safe space, is secondly for people who we trust um, and that uh, people that we feel safe around. 
So that's collectively sort of the emotional energy of the sort of middle of this week. Um, we also have in terms of aspects, we have obviously Venus re- is still retrograde and it's going to square Jupiter. Um, so Jupiter is a planet of luck and expansion. So it's quite nice, uh, even though we've, we've got this retrograde energy on Venus, we do have a nice aspect um, in that Jupiter is, is more of the planet of sort of luck and expansion and nice things. So it's a nice sort of little sparkle on Venus um, and it's asking us to just, you know, be a bit more open to caring for those around us, being a bit more loving of those around us, looking for the magic in our, our dynamics, in our love relationships, in our one-to-one partnerships, you know, anywhere that there is connection, as I've spoken about before, um, Venus is not just about romantic love. It is about any type of connection that we have, any love for ourselves, for our pets, for our family members, you know, our, our partners, etc. So even though squares are often a bit of a harder aspect, the energy that Jupiter brings, which is very, very lucky energy, um, this is quite a nice transit. So it's just asking us to be a little bit kinder, you know, to be a bit more careful. We, we still obviously have that retrograde energy with Venus, but there's a little bit of sparkle there, which is kind of nice. So we have a couple of things happening on Wednesday. Firstly, we have a Mars-Neptune opposition. Mars is in its last degrees of Virgo. It's about to move into Libra on Sunday. Neptune's in Pisces. Virgo and Pisces are opposite signs. So there's a little bit of tension here with this transit. Neptune's also retrograde at the moment. Um, and Mars is obviously the planet of action and quickness and fast doing and drive and motivation and sexual energy. And Neptune is a very, very slow, outer-moving planet. It rules Pisces. It's very hazy and dreamy and, um, you know, foggy, not really sure of of, um, what is reality and what is not. So it's a weird energy to have Mars opposing this Neptune energy. And one thing um, to note is that when there are transits with further out planets such as Neptune that energy is tends to be stronger so if you have any transits um, or aspects in your natal chart um, and they are aspected to these further out planets like Neptune that will actually mean that the the energy of the outer planet is stronger so my interpretation of this transit on Wednesday is there's going to be maybe a bit of irritation of wanting to like just get things done but nothing seems to be very clear and it might feel a bit uncertain and it might feel a bit like you're trying to move through mud but you're also like trying to run through mud so that's just like a little bit of how the energy might play out for us collectively on Wednesday morning which is kind of interesting because on Thursday we have Mercury stationing retrograde so we've got this kind of frustration these sort of different opposing energies and then we're going to go into Mercury retrograde I'll talk a little bit about that in a minute, but I first want to cover what happens on Wednesday evening, and that is that we have the sun moving into Virgo. So we're in the very last few days of Leo season, Um, and I think it's just good to reflect on how Leo season has been. Um, I know that it's spelled a bit different for everyone. I've spoken about this for a few weeks now. 
Um, but yeah, we're about to close out uh, a yang sign and we're going back more into a yin sign. So we're moving kind of almost out of winter here in the Southern Hemisphere and in the Northern Hemisphere, you're almost about to go into autumn. Um, Virgo season is a really big time for giving of yourself, being of service, being super organized, trying to forecast for the future, like what are you wanting to achieve, working on that like five-year, 10-year, 12-year plan if you're someone who works like that, Um, maybe setting goals for yourself more in the short term, trying to start businesses, trying to grow businesses. Virgo is all about anything that is practical. It is a really hardworking earth sign. It is also all about giving service to others. Virgos are notoriously um, often in service industry type jobs, in healthcare. Um, they are anywhere where they can provide any type of care. So that can range from a whole different sort of things. But Virgos are are very, very strong about giving to others of what they can. They hold themselves to a very, very high standard. Um, they are definitely perfectionist to a fault. And, and Virgo is all about doing things right, getting things done efficiently. Um, the flip side of this, of course, is that Virgos can be very prone to anxiety because they put so much pressure on themselves and those around them or the, those that they work with. Um, and this can sometimes manifest as an almost sort of anxious energy because there is just always so much to do and so much to do well. And, you know, life is not always predictable and those that we are around are not always predictable. And that can be a bit of a, a frustration point for Virgo, but it can also be a source of anxiety or stress or just feeling, you know, uncertain, which Virgo doesn't really like to feel. And an interesting and fun fact for you is that Virgo rules the intestines and it's um, quite interesting because a lot of Virgos tend to have like IBS or, you know, just a very nervous stomach. So I always think that's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, we're going into Virgo season. We're going to be there for around 30 days. Um, it's a good time to, yeah, think about the influence of Virgo. What do you want for this Virgo season? Where um yeah, where do you want to take it? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to, yeah, what do you want to do? Time to think. And then at 6am on Thursday morning, we have Mercury retrograde. So Mercury's still in Virgo. So a little bit like Leo season with Leo in, Venus in Leo being retrograde, we start Virgo season with Mercury, which is actually the ruler of Virgo uh, going retrograde and it's also in Virgo. So we might find that this Virgo season, like Leo season, hasn't really or is not really um, like a normal Virgo season. Who knows? I love to leave the interpretation up to whatever happens. I don't like to say, you know, especially this thing will happen. There are so many different ways that you can interpret um, astrological energy, astrological transits. Um, but it is quite interesting that the ruler of the uh, season we're starting is retrograde and it's also in its home sign. Uh, 
a lot of people, Mercury um, in retrograde has obviously become a bit of a cultural phenomenon that everyone loves to make jokes about. And I guess sometimes there's a bit of scaremongering. It's not, um, it's nothing to be feared. Mercury in retrograde is just a really good time, like when any planet is retrograde, to slow down, to make sure that you aren't rushing, to make sure that you're doing things properly, to make sure that you know you've crossed all your T's and dotted all your I's, um, and just yeah, take some time, take some care in the things that you're putting out. If you can avoid it, I would avoid doing anything new within especially the three weeks that it's retrograde um but you know things happen life happens we can't put things on hold mercury goes retrograde three to four times a year so if you have things that you need to do that's okay just you know add an extra bit of planning around it add an extra bit of padding you know maybe come up with a plan b just in case that's sort of the best way that i think you can navigate Uh, mercury um, retrograde you know sometimes things do go wrong and 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 people can have you know pretty hilarious mercury retrogrades especially around anything to do with technology um, anything that involves communication so just be wary of that over the next wee while it's definitely not a time to if you can um, avoid it you know, to make be making big life decisions, to making big purchases, etc. Because what you might find is when Mercury does go direct, things look differently. You feel differently about something or someone or, you know, anything that you may be decided upon during that time. So that's usually just my advice, but I think you also need to live your life and it's nothing to be afraid of. Um, and we all get through it because it happens so many times a year. So that's my two thoughts um, on Mercury retrograde. Uh, we also have on Thursday, um, the moon is going into Sagittarius. It's going to be into Sag- going to be in Sagittarius until Saturday evening. So it's a nice time to think kind of outside the box a little bit, you know, maybe be a little bit spontaneous, even though, you know, we have this mercury retrograde happening um but you know use the collective energy of um Sagittarius you know the moon being in Sagittarius to shake it up a bit live life you know not worry do things and worry about them later that's very Sagittarius you know be a bit spontaneous be a little bit reckless um, that's the collective energy certainly for the weekend whether you choose to um indulge on that in that or not is up to you um but there is that opportunity there and I sort of think like rather than being afraid of you know a particular transit because sometimes you know that can happen um perhaps lean into the sort of silly energy of the moon whilst we have this Sagittarius uh transit um we also have on Friday um whilst we still have the Sagittarius moon We've got Mars trining Pluto. So trines obviously really nice aspects. Um, and Mars, as it is still um, just in its very, very final degrees of Virgo, uh, it's going to trine Pluto. So um, there is sort of that impulsive energy there too. Pluto's one of the outer moving planets again. So there is that sort of... Um, that sort of slower energy to Mars 
but we're in a trine this time. So yeah, it's a little bit of interesting energy happening on Friday. And then we go into Sunday, which has a few things going on. Firstly, we have the moon moving into Capricorn, which actually happens pretty late Saturday evening. So Sunday, we've got a Capricorn moon. Capricorn moons are, um, they can be a bit heavy astrologically. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can interpret like Capricorn energy. But I think sometimes the sort of shadow side is is sometimes a little bit more of sadness and a little bit more of heaviness. But there's also a really beautiful side to Capricorn, which is their amazing sense of humor. They're very, very funny and very clever and very witty. Uh, and their ability to pick themselves up and get going again and just um, not let themselves stay down for too long. So that's kind of um, can be an interpretation of the uh, emotional energy of the moon on Sunday. It's an interesting Sunday. It might feel like just a bit more of like a not that fun of a Sunday. Or you might be like, who cares? I'm going out. Capricorn notoriously is the hardest party animal of the zodiac, which is a bit of a fun fact. So they do have this really fun side to them, which I think sometimes gets overshadowed by their like obsessiveness with work and career and money. So there's that possibility too. You know, you might be feeling emotionally like, oh, I just need to shake things up. So Sunday can play out for a few different factors. Um, and then we also have um, the sun oh what's the sun doing the sun's gonna sit opposite saturn retrograde so sun's obviously just gone into virgo and it's sitting opposite um saturn uh which is in pisces and it's it's uh retrograde at the moment so those of you um who are in your saturn return might be having a little bit of relief from your Saturn return, depending on the exact degrees of where Saturn in, is in your chart. Um, but yeah, there's a little bit of rigidness with this transit because um, an opposition is always a bit of tension. Saturn is uh, famously the ruler of Capricorn. So the sun's out there kind of wanting to express itself, be seen, and then there's sort of a bit of hard rules, that sort of Saturnian energy on the sun. So that's another thing to throw into the mix. And then uh, late on Sunday evening, Mars finally enters Libra. So this is going to be a pretty interesting place for uh, Mars to be because as we sort of start the week off with, we have that Libra moon, we talked about the Libra energy, and now we have um, Mars, which can be very impulsive, direct, act now, you know, act now, think later kind of energy, um, but it's in Libra, and Libra is all about balance and harmony and thinking before you do and what you say and, and making sure that everyone's accounted for, so this energy is going to feel a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie. It's not the best place for Mars to be, but it does make sure that when we are, you know, feeling very driven or having these kind of outbursts of like energy that we think a little bit more before we do, you know, we collectively um, make sure that everyone is accounted for 
um, you know, making sure that we focus on everyone winning um, rather than just ourselves. So that's something to to keep in mind as we have Mars um, in Libra for about the next six weeks. Um, yeah, and it's, a, it's an interesting way to end out the week. We kind of start with Libra energy. We kind of end with new Libra energy. Uh, we've got Virgo energy kind of really um, starting and reaching its peak. Um, there's a lot going on this week. And then we obviously have Mercury retrograde beginning. So, yeah, we might be feeling a multitude of ways. Uh, you might feel absolutely nothing and be like, I had a great week. And that's very, um, very possible that that can happen. Or you might be thinking, what is going on this week? There is so much going on. So I'm really keen to hear how this week plays out for you. As always, you can always send me a DM, send me an email, and I will see you again next week. Have a great mom. Bye.